Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the 11th day of December. This month is just moving right along. It's so good to be here with you another day. And on this day, we have turned the page in the story of our lives. And I know I say that a lot, and it's like, thank God that I'm here another day. But it's also, if you think of it as turning the page in the story of your life, Think of it in terms of you get to write the story by every choice that you make today, every word that you speak today, and every action that you do. And those are all great things. And I would say that at the foundation of our identity, if we consider who we are and our being, not by our doing, we might just make different choices. We might make better choices. So I say that as you consider the story of your life today and the choices that you make, first consider who you are and whose you are. A daughter and a son loved by Almighty God, no matter what your story is, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been or haven't been, you are loved, seen, forgiven, chosen, a new creation, And I hope that puts a smile on your face and a spring in your step. As you go forward writing your story and making your place in this world, we are going to continue with the book of Romans today, reading Romans chapters 14 through 16. This week, we'll be reading the voice translation. Romans chapter 14. It's high time that you welcome all people weak in the faith without debating and disputing their opinions. Here's the issue. One person believes that nothing's off the menu. He'll eat any food put before him. But there's another believer, we'll call him the weaker, who eats only vegetables because the meat is tainted through contact with an idol. If you are an eater of all things, do not be condescending to your vegetarian brother or sister. In turn, those who abstain from certain foods on religious principles should not judge your brothers and sisters who eat meat. If God has accepted them, you have no reason to reject them. How could you think for a moment that you have the right to judge another person's servant? Each servant answers to his own master, and he will either stand or fall in his presence. The good news is that he will stand because the master is able to make it so. There may be a believer who regards one day as more sacred than any other, while another views every day as sacred as the next. In these matters, all must reach their own conclusions and satisfy their own minds. If someone observes a day as holy, he observes it in honor of the Lord. If another eats a particular diet, he eats in honor of the Lord, since he begins by giving thanks. If yet another abstains from the same food, he abstains out of respect for the Lord and begins his meal by thanking God too. The truth is that none of us live for ourselves and none die for ourselves. For if we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. So in both life and death, we belong to the Lord. The anointed one, the liberating king, died and returned to life to make this a reality. Through his death and resurrection, he became Lord of the living and the dead. So how is it that you continue to judge your brother? 
How is it possible for you to look down on a sister? We will all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written, As I live, so I promise, says the Lord. Every knee will bow down to me, every tongue will confess to God. So every one of us, regardless of our eating habits, should expect to give an account for our own lives to God. In light of this, we must resolve never to judge others and never to place an obstacle or impediment in their paths that could cause them to trip and fall. Personally, I have been completely convinced that in Jesus, our Lord, no object in and of itself is unclean. But if my fellow believers are convinced that something is unclean, then it is unclean to them. If the food you eat harms your brother, then you have failed to love him. Do not let what you eat tear down your brother. After all, the anointed laid down his life for him. Do not allow people to slander something you find to be good because the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. When God reigns, the order of the day is redeeming justice, true peace, and joy made possible by the Holy Spirit. You see, those who serve the anointed in this way will be welcomed into the whole acceptance of God and valued by all men. Join us and pursue a life that creates peace and builds up our brothers and sisters. Do not sacrifice God's work for the sake of certain foods. It is true that all things are clean, but it's wrong to eat if you know that eating something will cause offense. It is right for you to abstain from certain meats and wine, or anything else for that matter, if it prevents your brother from falling in his faith. Hold on to what you believe about these issues, but keep them between you and God. A happy man does not judge himself by the lifestyle he endorses. But a man who decides for himself what to eat is condemned because he is not living by his faith. Any action not consistent with faith is sin. So now what? We who are strong are not just to satisfy our own desires. We are called to carry the weaknesses of those who are not strong. Each of us must strive to please our neighbors, pursuing their welfare so they will become strong. The Anointed One Himself is our model for this kind of living, for He did not live to please Himself. And as the Scriptures declared, when they insult you, they insult me. You see, everything written in the days of old was recorded to give us instructions for living. We find encouragement through the Scriptures and a call to perseverance that will produce hopeful living. I pray that our God who calls you and gives you perseverance and encouragement will join all of you together to share one mind according to Jesus the Anointed. In this unity, you will share one voice as you glorify the one true God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, our liberating King. So accept one another in the same way the Anointed has accepted you, so that God will get the praise He is due. For as I am fond of saying, the Anointed One has become a servant of the Jews in order to demonstrate God's truth. Effectively, this confirms the promises He made to our ancestors and causes the non-Jewish nations to glorify God for His mercy. As the scriptures say, For this I will praise you among the nations and sing praises to your name. Again the scriptures say, Nations celebrate with His covenant people. And again, Praise the Lord, all nations. Raise your voices, all people. Let your praises flow to God. Again, Isaiah says, Then the root of Jesse will emerge. He rises to rule all the peoples of the world who come to him for guidance and direction. In him they place their hope. 
I pray that God, the source of all hope, will infuse your lives with an abundance of joy and peace in the midst of your faith so that your hope will overflow through the power of the Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, I am ultimately confident that you are full of goodness, knowledge, and the ability to help and instruct one another. I have written to you with unflinching honesty on many topics because I do not want you to ever lose sight of the tremendous grace God has given me. His grace makes me who I am, a minister of the Anointed One, Jesus, called to serve the nations. The good news of God is the focus of my priestly work. In effect, these nations have become an offering to God totally acceptable, indeed made holy by the work of the Holy Spirit. So in Jesus, the Anointed One, I have reason to celebrate the things I do for God. I don't want to be presumptuous, so I will restrict myself to what the Anointed has accomplished through my words and actions which has culminated in the obedience of the nations. My words and actions have been rooted in spirit-empowered signs and miracles. The upshot is this. I have been able to preach the good news of the Anointed One in city after city from Jerusalem all the way around the Mediterranean to Illyricum. I have dreamed of preaching the gospel in places where no one has ever heard of the anointed, so that I do not build on a foundation laid by anyone else. But as the scriptures say, they will see him, even though they've never been told about him. They will understand, even though they've never heard of him. Because of many issues, I have not been able to visit you in the city of Rome. But my time to serve those here is coming to an end. There's no room left for me in this region. And I have longed to come to you for many years, so I plan to visit you on my journey to Spain. I am hoping that I will not only see you face to face, but that you will assist me in the journey west after I have enjoyed our time together. But right now I must make the journey to Jerusalem to serve the saints there. Those in Macedonia and Achaia decided it was a good idea to share their funds to help the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. I must tell you that they were thrilled to be able to help. They realize that they are indebted to the believers in Jerusalem. If the nations share in the Jews' spiritual goods, then it's only right that they minister back to them in material goods. When this work is complete and the funds we've collected are delivered, I will make my way to Spain through your grand city of Rome and enjoy some of your hospitality. I'm sure that when I come to you, I will come as a blessing and as one fully blessed by the Anointed One. My brothers and sisters, I urgently plead with you by the name of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed, and by the love of the Spirit to join together with me in your prayers to God for my success in these next endeavors. Pray that I will be rescued from those who deny and persecute the faith in Judea, and that my service in Jerusalem will meet the approval of all the saints there. If that happens, then my journey to you will be filled with joy, and, if God wills, I can rest and be refreshed in your presence. I pray the God of all peace will be with you all. Amen. I commend to you our beloved sister Phoebe. She serves the church in Centria as a faithful deacon. It is important that you welcome her in the Lord in a manner befitting your saintly status. Join in her work and assist her in any way she needs you. She has spent her energy and resources helping others and I am blessed to have her as my benefactor as well. Give my best to Prisca and Aquila. They are not only my colleagues in my profession of tent making, but more importantly, they are my fellow servants of Jesus the Anointed. 
They put their lives on the line to keep me safe. Not only do I owe them my thanks, so do all the churches of the non-Jews. Send my regards to the church that meets in their house. Send greetings to Epineatus. I love him dearly and celebrate his journey to faith because he was the first to believe and the anointed one in all of Asia. Salute Mary for me. She has worked hard for all of you. Give my regards to Andronicus and Junius, who are part of my own family and served time in prison with me. They are well known among the emissaries and have been in the anointed longer than I. Give my best to Ampelaetus, whom I love in the Lord, and greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in service to the Anointed One, and my beloved Stachys. Send greetings to Apollos, a tried and true believer in the Anointed, and to the entire family of Aristobulus. Do not forget to greet Herodian, another of my relatives, and everyone in the family of Narcissus who belong to the Lord. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, faithful laborers in the Lord and our beloved Persis, who also has accomplished a great deal in the Lord. Give my best to Rufus, clearly one of the Lord's chosen, and also his mother. She's like a mother to me. My regards also go to Isincritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and all the brothers and sisters who are along with them. Great Philogus and Julia, Nerus and his sister, and let me not forget Olympus and all the saints who journey with them. Greet each other with a holy kiss. All of the churches of the anointed under my care send their greetings to all of you. I am pleading with all of you, brothers and sisters, to keep up your guard against anyone who is causing conflicts and enticing others with teachings contrary to what you have already learned. If there are people like that in your churches, stay away from them. These kinds of people are not truly serving our Lord Jesus the anointed. They have devoted their lives to satisfying their own appetites. With smooth talking and a well-rehearsed blessing, they lead a lot of unsuspecting people down the wrong path. The stories about the way you are living in obedience to God have traveled to all the churches. So celebrate your faithfulness to God that is being displayed in your lives. Seek wisdom about the good life and remain innocent when it comes to evil. If you do this, the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet soon. May the grace of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, the liberating King be ever present with you. Timothy, my co-worker in the spreading of the gospel, also sends his greeting to all of you, as do my kinsmen, Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater. I, Tertius, the one who wrote this letter for Paul, greet you in the name of the Lord. Gaius, my host here as well as patron for the whole church, sends his best to all of you. Aristus, the city administrator, sends his greetings along with Brother Quartus. May the grace of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, touch you all. Amen. So to the one who is able to strengthen you to live consistently with my good news and the preaching of Jesus, the Anointed, with the revelation of the ancient mystery that has been kept secret since the earliest days, this mystery is revealed through the prophetic voices passed down in the scriptures as they have been commanded by the Eternal God. In this time, this mystery is being made known to the nations so that all may be led to faith-filled obedience. To the one true and wise God, we offer glory for all times through Jesus, the Anointed One. Amen. Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for how it transforms us from the inside out. We give you our questions. We give you our differences. We give you 
the things that we wrestle with and we can try to chase understanding or we can simply be with you in intimacy with you, our loving Father. We pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that's home base. Check it out. If you have not, take a look around. Download the app. It's free. If you'd like to partner with us here at Daily Audio Bible, thank you so much for your partnership. We could not do it without you. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or utilizing your app, you can hit the give icon up at the top right hand corner. Lastly, look for the give icon on the website if you need prayer. If you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in several different ways, 800 583 2164, or hit the red circle button up at the top right hand corner of your mobile device. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Once you're finished, hit submit, turn the wheel to chronological, and it will get to the right place. You can take part of the DAB Christmas initiative to further the technology of the new app. $25 gets you one vinyl, and $125 gets you all five. Any variation in between one through five, do that while supplies last for uh, a short time. That's it for me today. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow. Until then, love one another. Hello, my dear DABC family. This is Darla from Hungary. And I just listened to a, a prayer of a gentleman. I'm sorry that I couldn't catch your name, but you prayed for um, God revealing um, a new future. And I just wanted to lift you up in prayer as well as um, I kind of sense uh, that many of you here are going to either spend the holidays um, alone or most of the holidays by yourself and I just wanted to uh, pray for you so you feel uh, that you're not alone and uh, the Lord is always with you. Heavenly Father, I lift up my dear friends here uh, at DAB, DABC family. Um, Lord, I pray that they feel your unfailing love, your precious presence every single second, no matter what the circumstances, Lord. As we're heading to um, remember and celebrate uh, your birth, Jesus Christ, uh, I just would like that you connect those people, Lord, from your church that might be spending these holidays uh, by themselves and just surprise them with an unexpected, loving, beautiful moment of visit or some uh, actual show of kind kindness uh, to one another. So, Lord, I pray that you might use them to surprise somebody else or maybe invite someone into their homes and host um, a Christmas Eve or you know just spend the day in prayer with you Lord God I pray that we all come together in your spirit every moment of the day to glorify you I pray this in the name of Jesus Amen Hello, 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 hello. Good morning, everyone. My name is Lovelyn, and I'm calling in from France. And I'm calling in uh, in respect of a brother that called in. Brother, I'm so sorry, I forgot your name. But it's concerning your marriage. Your wife says she's done and sitting at the corner of the house and all that. For the fact that you call in, show genuine repentance for what you have done. And you see, our God is a God that don't remember our error as long as we have genuinely repented. So you have a new life. 
with that, I'm praying with you. I'm with you in prayer and uh, praying for your wife too, for her heart to be to soften. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up our brother to you, using him as a point of contact, reaching every other marriages that are the age of breakup. My father, you design marriage for a man and a woman to come together and live as one. Lord, we thank you because this is your purpose and the devil is fighting truth and nail to define, defile this purpose. Lord, we rebuke every satanic hand in our marriages in the name of Jesus. Lord, we declare peace. We pronounce peace in our marriages. We pronounce understanding. We pronounce patience. We pronounce forgiveness in our marriages in the name of Jesus. Lord, we decree that marriages will be we return the way you design it in the name of Jesus. Father, let your hands rest on our marriages using this brother as a point of contact. Let every marriage at the age of breakup be restored right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, open our hearts to understand, to forgive, and to move forward. And we vow to return all that glory to you in Jesus' most trusted name. My people, I'm with you in prayers. Every prayer point that have been said there, I've I've listened to. I pray behind the background. I know so many people are praying. Thank. Good morning, DAB. This is standing on his promises in Pennsylvania. Just calling because we have not heard from Victoria Soldier in quite a while, and I'm just praying, Lord, that she is safe and healthy and doing okay. Um, really she's really been on my heart lately and I'm, I'm, I'm praying for her and I, I just asked her to check in to let us know that she's she's doing okay I miss her voice I'm also praying today for a carpet diem driver um, he's really struggling with the holiday season and seeking a job and possibly facing eviction Lord would you just provide whatever it is that he needs right now Lord would you provide the funding or the opportunity, whatever it is, Lord, and and he's reaching out to you, Lord. He is seeking help. Lord, would you just bless him during this holiday season and let him really know how much you love him. He seems to have a pretty good grasp on his um, gratitude towards you, Lord, but we just ask that you, you bless him in Jesus' name. I hope all are well and you have a blessed day.